Hey, what's up, guys? This is another episode of The Boys Try Stuff on the Internet. My name's Donnie Fox, introducing this episode along with a very special guest, Mr. Nick Irvin. What's up, Nick? Yeah, I was uh, happy to be a guest on the show. Uh, yeah, we had you actually on this episode that we're introducing because uh, we tried some mead, which Steve is a newbie to mead. I, I, I believe he said he had never really tried it before. Uh, you work at this wonderful meadery in Flagstaff, Arizona, and uh, yeah, wound up being a great time. We had some some laughs and, and some great mead. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was definitely a great time. I think people listening will uh, definitely get a kick out of our humor, and if not, well, rats off to you. <laughs> and, uh, we we yeah. always like to say, you know, uh, we hope that you like the show, and and you probably will. But if you don't, then pass the show along to your enemy. Use it as like a like a vindictive uh, <laughs> like torture device. <laughs> That's a great strategy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was great to come on and, and share some mead with you guys. Yeah, Steve hadn't had mead before, um, so it was kind of a cool tri-state episode. We got Arizona, New York, and North Carolina involved and in getting some mead in our bellies and some laughs uh, on the record. <laughs> and, and I feel like by the end of the episode, you had like truly won Steve over. He's like, I am placing an order right now. I'm switching <laughs> from drinking wine. I'm a mead guy now. So like, it was a full-on... <laughs> conversion like a religious conversion that happened <laughs> it was i, I kind of like reached out and touched his forehead and pushed him over and and that was it that was end of story he's a drinking horn drinking horner for life i don't think we've ever said a drinking horner but hey <laughs> uh the phrase is coined now <laughs> yeah yeah drinking horn meadery flagstaff arizona check it out the other thing that was kind of funny is I had just received my second vaccination and, and, and I was pretty sick, but just like <laughs> pulled all my energy. I mustered it up and, um, and I feel like this episode was one of our most like professional podcasts that we ever did where mm -hmm. it was very, it was focused. You know, I took all that, the little energy I had left and just like laser focused it. And then, uh, by the end in the last like 10 or 15 minutes, I'm like, okay, I took a breath. I'm like, we need to talk about like some toilet humor now and we we just completely we went from <laughs> pro professionally talking about me to just going right in the gutter and and uh <laughs> falling back on our old habits yeah that's a great way of describing it falling back on on old habits yeah from all you guys' other shows this was a very very professional sounding one but it's still i don't know if if, if people just listen to this one if they would call it professional or not but you you stepped up for sure man i you didn't seem like you were uh, feeling bad at all but you were just boom 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 i think uh what was steve calling you like sally jesse raphael or something like that I yeah remember. i think so yeah or uh <laughs> steve harvey i don't know yeah steve. <laughs> a combination all three it's because oh. i was wearing a big suit with like shoulder pads yeah, and a big old Bob haircut for the Sally Jesse. You got your red sunglasses or your red uh, eyeglasses on. Man, you know what? If someone knows what we're talking about with Sally Jesse Raphael, good on you, and you are probably 40 years old. <laughs> what a demographic we have. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, that being said, that's just a little taste of the meat episode that you're about to listen to. Uh, check it out as the boys try drinking horn meat. Uh, 
All right, so what's up, everybody? This is The Boys Try Stuff on the Internet. This is Steve and uh, my, Donnie's, uh, podcast, just about friends getting together, trying a thing. That's kind of like the uh, the cornerstone or like the the groundwork of our podcast. But really what it's about is just bullshitting and uh, reminiscing of times past. And there's no better person to reminisce about times past than uh, Mr. Nick Irvin. <laughs> Are you calling me old? That I mean, I didn't say it. No. Yeah. <laughs> we won't we won't know how old you are unless we, you know, chopped your leg off and counted the ring. So True. Or I yeah. thought it was his butt if we His butt. No, <laughs> it, that that thing defies age. So we saw <laughs> That's it earlier. True. The man's yeah. got like a twenty two year old's butt. Yeah. Like Oh, but, thank you. On like welcome. a forty something <laughs> uh, year old body. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if my butt's twenty two, I'll be fifty. I don't care. Yep. There you go. There you go. T- yeah, send me your squat regiment. Anyway. <laughs> uh so yeah you got donnie that's myself steve up above there and nikki to the right uh two of my like brothers from another mother even though mm-hmm. nick over there is right now in flagstaff arizona steve is in uh westchester new york and i'm here in uh ashboro north carolina and that's nice the, that's the beauty Ooh. of technology look at us i know i know we're, Crazy we're, boys. we're magically whisked away to the drinking horde meanery uh yeah. Not just because that Nick works there, not just because we got a special delivery. Maybe it is just because that. I like the whole kind of Brady Bunch kind of thing. Like I can look up yeah. and be like, here's a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here's a story about Nicky. Oh. He was just a guy working at a meadery. With he that's... had two dudes <laughs> on the Zoom call. It's actually Twitch. I'm an idiot. It's okay, you got a 22-year-old butt. A 22-year-old butt. <laughs> uh, so thanks for having me uh, on you yeah. guys' show. I've been, uh, you know, jealous that I haven't been, I won't say invited, but pulled on to the boys try stuff yet because I like trying stuff. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, maybe this will get things going. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, this spawned from our, uh, your, you guys were doing that, um, what's that, what's that thing called? Um, chat, the chat room thing? The voice? What is that again? I don't know. AOL? No. <laughs> AIM? I think we're on AIM. No. Uh, what's uh? Damn, it's escaping me because I haven't been on. But we, yeah, we were on that. We just came up with it and started rocking with it. Oh, we, yeah. And... So uh, Signal? We were all on Signal together, and we were doing like a group chat about the future of the beverage industry. And we were kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, are we just all – are we best friends now? Did we just all become yeah. best friends? Yep. <laughs> Uh, clubhouse, that's yeah, clubhouse. Clubhouse. Yeah. clubhouse, clubhouse, that's there sig- you go. S- signal, S- yeah, yeah, Sign- I don't know. Signal. Yeah, yeah, clubhouse, yeah, yeah clubhouse. We're, we're in the clubhouse, yeah, we, but yeah, that was and that's how this spawned. And then you know, we um, we got a nice package, well, you know, we, yeah, we do sent, sent from uh, sent from Nick. Uh, we've been chomping at the bit to get into the these bad boys. Uh, I've been chomping at the bit so hard that I actually got my vaccination, my second vaccination shot yesterday, and I'm dying and like just sick and exhausted and, you know, just like you guys can't see it, but glistening. Uh, So my normal state. Yeah. Yeah. Just normal Steve, (laughs) abnormal Donnie. But uh, I just couldn't wait any longer. I'm like, uh, vaccination be damned. So you're a trooper, bro. I put you out there. I put you out there for 162, you know. I appreciate it. You're on my team. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just saw someone pop into the chat. Did you? Nice. Yeah. It is none other than Manny Manville 
yes. 1000 yes. saying hey goof wagons sorry to interrupt but manny Mannheim steamroller himself jumping in the chat well that's the beauty of doing a live video show is that we get uh participation participation so uh we may pause and talk to people sometimes um but i don't know what, where i was going with that i guess that um yeah i don't know oh yeah we we found out that steve really hadn't had much mead before or really knew anything about it so we thought this would be uh an excellent opportunity to kind of give steve like a mead 101 lesson yeah uh that's awesome so you know just to kind of spawn off of that just a little bit yeah mead is is you know super old and we can get into into how old but it's becoming but yet it's like very new to a lot of people and that's been really exciting for for me to get into this beverage and be able to introduce it to a lot of people um yeah that's been a blast sniffing them oh straight from the bottle (laughs) yeah no i know because when we we did the clubhouse thing um like i said i i saw a couple things um, on your Instagram, and then when we talked about it, then like I started looking into it a little bit, and you got me, you got me pumped. And I've been, I've been wait. I wanted, I almost cracked these open a couple times since <laughs> since I got them, but uh, but yeah, no, I I held out. Uh, I'm very excited. You know me, I like weird, not weird, but like just different than off the off the regular kind of you know run of the mill beer or wine or whatever. And like you said, the Viking strength this, and you know people with armor so I'm, I'm, I'm excited steve likes to eat good stuff he likes to drink good stuff yeah and this is this is good stuff yeah so oh, yeah. yeah uh would you mind i guess explaining to steve and and you know i guess to me too because i'm i'm, I'm pretty much a novice when it comes to uh the process how is me different from creating beer or wine yeah so to create the way that at least we as humans like to create ethanol or alcohol drinking alcohol is to basically feed a certain type of yeast um, sugar and they will convert that sugar molecule into ethanol into alcohol to give us all those cool funky fun effects usually fun (laughs) um so basically you're looking to to ferment sugars and with beer the sugars that you ferment come from grain barley wheat um what have you uh rice in some cases for wine those sugars come from grapes and for mead that sugar source is honey and so if you give yeast um some kind of sugar and in the right conditions they're going to make that alcohol um and yeah so mead is basically just fermented honey it's a very simple beverage, usually, um, just honey, yeast, and water, and um, so yeah, that's that's the difference between between those three. Uh, there's a lot more differences, you know. Beer, as we know, usually uses hops, and then um, wine can go through different kind of you know acidification processes and stuff, um, whereas mead is usually just left to ferment uh, as is, and it is super super old um, and there's reasons behind that so we have found evidence going back 7000 bc to pottery that looks like it had fermented honey which is older than any other evidence that we have but it makes sense if you think about it before agriculture before you had giant swaths of grain or giant areas where you were growing grapes you could have had a big old hunk of honey just sitting there in a log with some rain fell and some person came up and, you know, slurped it up and you didn't have to go out and, you know, 
have a ton of crops to create a little bit of alcohol. You just needed a beehive that was cracked open um, and started fermenting. And so it really does make sense that it would be one of the first alcoholic beverages um, to be drinking, drunken, drinking, drink, drank, drunk, boom. Okay. It, it's, <laughs> cra- it's crazy to think that like, yeah, it, it predates civilization or uh, farming. You know, it's, it's yeah, almost like-, like back to like caveman days of just some guy stumbling upon yeah. you know mead that had been fermenting somewhere like you said in a, in a log with some rainwater or something and yeah uh, so yeah it, it might be the would you call it the purest form of alcohol consumption could possibly be right i mean i would love to call it that and if people want to call it that that's awesome i mean because i mean because it, it's the an, almost a natural occurring because like obviously like you said you got to do hops or you got to do grapes you got to squash them all this stuff like you said, a beehive cracks open, goes into a puddle, sits there, ferments. Guy sips it up. That's the most purest form of alcohol drinking I've ever heard. Uh, I just want to yeah. read something real quick. Yeah, bim, bam, boom. Uh, from our, our live comments, it is a uh, fun fact. The term honeymoon comes from drinking mead after marriage. They had a, a month to drink and procreate. I don't know if that's yeah, true or not yeah. because it's Bur- from Steve's friend Bernie. So that's a hot, that's a hot Bernie fact. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, my man has some facts. Okay. That's yep. I'm going to, I'm going to say, I believe it. That's really cool. Ding, ding, uh, ding, ding. You should believe it. Cause it is correct. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> um, awesome. That, that Bernie burn, feel the burn. Bernie I just, I felt that burn, burn just now. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Honeymoon. So yeah. Um, for a wedding, the, the, you know, whatever they called it back then, but husband and wife, uh, groom and, and bride were giving, uh, given a moon cycle's worth or like 30 days or a moon cycle's worth of, of mead. And they would go off and, you know, drink mead and, and it says procreate. It's like here, happy fertility, have babies. And yep. Right there. <laughs> yeah. Anatomy lesson. Yes. Right down there. By the way, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, eggplant, yeah. whatever. Uh, Emoji. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's very true yeah honeymoon so honey for the honey wine a moon cycle so the so the month of of mead to go out get tipsy with your uh with your significant other and uh you know maybe maybe make a baby and hun- <laughs> so, honey seems like something that human beings have been collecting for a long time because there's a lot of medicinal properties to it uh and it doesn't spoil really right so it makes sense that they were collecting this into into jugs and then, uh, you know, magically fermentation yeah. happened and yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah it's a, uh, and you said, uh, before Steve, you said, uh, a pure and, and one thing I do love about mead and I've learned to really love about mead. just a quick backstory. I do come from beer, a beer background, um, brewery background, but I've just gotten into this mead stuff the past couple of years. Um, one thing I do love is the purity because honey itself is a pretty pure substance. Um, you know, it's, it's it's different from grain and grapes in that it doesn't have a bunch of kind of other stuff that comes along with it. And mm. so we talked about this on a Meadcast episode and actually me and Donnie have kind of talked about this um, too, is that with that in the morning, your body hasn't had to say filter a bunch of things out since it's just honey, yeast and water. Mm. And so you tend to get punished a little less in the morning. Yeah. Um, so that's another kind of way of, of thinking about meat as a, as a, a pretty pure form of alcohol. And, and for me, like it, it's kind of almost the perfect transition because, you know, I went, you know, I was always drinking Bud Lights and whatever. And then I started getting the craft beer. Um, and then recently, I think we had this discussion. I got into natural wine. Seems very similar. Whereas like, 
you know, less of a hangover. Um, and now this is even, you know, goes even tenfold to, to natural wine because still, you know, grapes, all that's good stuff, but this is, is literally honey and water and it's freaking awesome. And, and naturally fermented wine sometimes might have some, uh, wild yeast or like, uh, probiotics in it too, which is good for the, for the tum tum. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, so for, for me, that's why I was so excited when you were saying, like, I was like, mead? I was like, wait, like, the, like, the, like from the Vikings? Like, yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah dude. Game of Thrones oh, and Vikings fuck. and all that. Yeah. Um, which, again, I'm just going to be in teacher mode, so sorry, not sorry. Um, talking about Vikings, absolutely, and, and with Drinking Horn in our mead hall, it's part of the big culture, but bees are on almost every continent they actually well not antarctica um but north america they weren't very prevalent we're starting to find some evidence there may have been some honeybees in north america but anyway um uh not just europe uh, but also you know asian continent uh, africa like all these different south america there were bees so meat is actually a beverage that we that a lot of people associate with the Vikings, but it was all over the world. And so there are a lot of cultures, um, pretty much every culture has some form of, of meat, excuse me, in their, in their yeah. history. Alcoholic a- ancient history. Egypt and, uh, ancient, uh, Mayans, all, all that. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. people think of the Vikings because they were nomadic and they're traveling all over the place and conquering and probably finding those delicious alcoholic filled jugs of honey. So, yeah. Yeah. And then they're probably the most, you know, badass of all. Yeah. Uh, we know. Yeah. We like them. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. What you're looking at here, the people looking, um, watching live or, or later on, um, if you, if you catch this is, is our mead hall. So a mead hall yeah. was really, um, and, and I talked to this expert, expert on mead halls, Steve Pollington on one of our mead cast episodes. I'm just going to keep plugging our podcast, by the way. Oh um, yeah about mead halls and they were like just the the basically the center of every you know establishment every whatever town or village and you would have everything from weddings there to trials to parties um and so the mead hall was a longhouse and so these buildings in flagstaff if you go into a bar in flagstaff most likely it's what you would call in new york a shotgun bar where it just is long and, and straight so it worked perfectly to have this longhouse mead hall uh, for us. And we've got the long table there kind of on the bottom, right. You can see. And, um, yeah, so I just want to point that out. We definitely dig on the Viking theme and, and the Norse, you know, Viking is a profession. It's not necessarily a people. So yeah. you would go it's a, Viking. it's a creed. Yeah. A creed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you guys don't mind, uh, I'm going to try to transition us into, uh, trying our first bottle. Cool. Oh yes. Oh Sounds yes. Good. Let's drink. How do you guys feel about some some pom pom here? We're going pom. Ooh. So we're gonna try first the drinking horn pomegranate mead, and this is uh, thirteen percent ABV. Yep, all of drink almost all of drinking horns uh, meads are thirteen percent. Hey yo. Oh wow, that's that's nice. So pomegranate, we've got five that are our year round well <laughs> we're, we're starting to gain a couple more year rounds because of popularity but our main five our core five uh, pomegranate is one of them um, as well as traditional apple bluetooth which is our blueberry mead and prickly pear Ooh. i don't know if i missed one there i may have missed one apple did i say apple okay uh so yeah so pomegranate is definitely one of the fan favorites it's one of our flagship uh drinks meads awesome and it's yeah 
Oh, yeah. Got the horn. This is real ox horn um, with a food grade inside. Ooh. Unfortunately. No, well, fortunately. I think <laughs> so. Uh, could you walk us through now? Do you guys use pomegranate puree or uh, do you guys chop up pomegranates? And, and how do you add it? Is it after fermentation or before? Cool. Yeah. So I can kind of dig in a little sciencey on that if you want. Mm -hmm. um, so pomegranate, I wish we went out and like gathered our own pomegranate. We, we sell too much of it kind of a good problem yeah, yeah. to yeah. go out and chop up our own pomegranates that would be rad no. um so yeah we use uh we use juiced like we we get juice um uh from you know a, a company um organic um nice. and we can talk about organic and honey how that's kind of a weird thing because you can't control where the bees go but but as far as the juice yeah um organic ingredients pomegranate juice and so there's two different ways you can use fruit so if you want a mead that has more kind of tannins and um, kind of more of a wine type of fruitiness to it, you would put it in earlier, like say mid fermentation or maybe even a little towards, you know, you, you, would, you would have the yeast ferment some of that fruit. If you want more of a sweet, true fruit flavor um, out of that mead, you would want to add that fruit post fermentation. Um, or else the yeast is going to get to those sugars and, and start to do stuff to it. So, so on our different meads, we kind of go back and forth, um, depending on say like strawberry is a very sweet, very fruit forward one. Um, pomegranate lies somewhere near the more sweet side of things. And some of the others we dry out a little bit more. We did a plum that was like almost all plum, like the plum sweetness was fermented out. So it was more of a dry kind of tea tannin kind of thing so um, i hope that kind of answers your question it just depends what you're looking mm -hmm. for where you want to put that fruit juice totally um steve i'm gonna put you on the spot here sure what, what do you think about that uh your your first try i think of the pomegranate okay so i absolutely love it i i'm a big pomegranate guy anyway i put it whenever you know i, I, I eat the pomegranate yogurt I, I i love pomegranate so when he said the two best are, he said, pomegranate and prickly pear. I was like, or his two, you know, personal favorites. So I got hyped. Um, it's it's great, and I like I like, obviously, like carbonated uh, carbonated beverages. And dude, it's 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 fantastic. I yeah. love it. I think I uh, I think I might be leaving natural wine and starting to just drink meat. Nice. <laughs> you can do both. Yeah, <laughs> natural wine's getting a little expensive though. So. Oh, okay. Right, right on. That's, what, what I like about this is that uh, when I saw it or, you know, and also when I've had other meads, I thought maybe it would be thick and syrupy, but it's actually like the mouth feels awesome. There's like a really nice uh, carbonation, like you were saying, like a nice bubbly beverage. And mm. I don't think it's overly sweet. I think it's, I mean, no. it's basically like you're drinking pomegranate juice. It, yeah. So it's like, it, it's refreshing. It's tasty. Uh, like I said, I'm kind of feeling under the weather and got this you know the vaccination shot and i feel like somehow this is making me feel better it's it's energizing me it, it might also be nick's face though True. It might, yeah, it, just it, might that. it might also uh... be nick's face <laughs> <laughs> or and oh well yes it's, it's obviously a little bit at least uh, my face but um you know so honey is has been used medicinally i mean it still is but forever um whether it's you know you get a big old gash you can actually put honey directly on the wound because it's an antiseptic 
Um, it's got anti-inflammatory properties and all that. So, so yeah, so it's not just, you know, it's not just fanciful to think that it, it it's kind of, you know, it's not going to be, it's not like a health drink. Uh, no. We're not claiming that at all. Can we start? But, can we just start claiming it? Um, you can. The elixir, the elixir <laughs> it, for anyone in New York and Westchester listening, the elixir that will cure all your problems. Drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll stop. Yeah. Yeah, you guys can say that as part of the business. I cannot claim that, <laughs> but it is. Yeah, honey is uh, is so Donnie. You feeling under the weather? We have an elderberry that came out, and elderberries. I mean, there's you know research reports out there talking about the effects of elderberry on um, you know um, suppressing influenza. Not necessarily COVID, but uh, influenza and. Mm-hmm. and- you know, flu and, and those kind of symptoms. So we had an elderberry mead that, again, we're not claiming anything, but that plus honey, probably doing something good for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you if you if you've been eating those elderberries and drinking that elderberry uh, mead and you just haven't gotten the flu, you're welcome. Yep. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, do you have any tasting notes for us? Uh, you know, when you drink this. Yeah. So um, you guys spot on with that with that slight sparkle. So we don't go. You know too crazy like we don't hit even close to the same volumes as say a beer would for the carbonation um but some of our meads probably actually close to maybe not quite half but about half of our meads are are sparkling meads and so lightly carbonated and um, we decide that based on you know what we think will go well and donnie just what you said one of the hurdles to get over when introducing people to mead is that they may have had mead before that was thick, sweet, you know, cloying, like a like a sipper, kind of like a dessert, just sip on a little bit. Um, we ain't about that here at Drinking Horn. <laughs> we want we want mead to the masses, you know, yeah. mead to the masses, and and we want you to know that you can have a dry, bubbly mead that you can have a couple glasses of, and pomegranate is semi-sweet. It's it's on the sweeter side of the things that we do. Um, so there's even drier, believe it or not. But yeah, the pomegranate juice is is a big hit on this. Um, we throw it in late so that we really get that palm flavor um, on it. And yeah, it's this it's and the- apple and prickly pear are probably the ones that I would put in front of people first if I didn't get a better feel of what they might like. It is it is delightful. I will also be ordering the elderberry because I feel like I'm getting the flu. So it's got that beautiful <laughs> like beautiful deep red color and mm-hmm. uh, just to like on top of what i already said but uh i i get like almost like pomegranate fruit preserve flavors i get uh like bright uh notes of of just like that tangy or almost kind of like tart fruit uh i get some sweetness with the honey i get that carbonation uh it's just awesome man it's it's super juicy and it's a lot more drinkable. When I looked at the bottle, I'm like, oh man, you know, I'm not sure what to expect, but like, it, you could easily drink a whole bottle of this with yeah. no issue. <laughs> I, which I kind of plan on doing. But yeah. uh, especially like, you know, uh, I'm in New York. Obviously, we, we're not known for our great weather, but today was a beautiful day. And, you know, like me, like Donnie said, usually they have this, uh, this maybe not negative connotation, but usually, like you said, thick, misinformed. Misinformed. There you go. So when you know I have the window open, I I got the the, the you know, nature coming in my face, and this is it. Kind of it goes perfectly. Like it's a nice. It could go summery. It could go. It's great, man. And um, you know, it could. It's people that like light lighter drinks. Um, you know, like especially New York, they had the uh, 
the what you call it, the summer wars of of seltzers. I, I would I'm gonna start pushing all those all those dorks towards uh towards these. These are freaking amazing. Heck yeah! <laughs> but you can blend it in a nice cocktail or even just with some club soda, and it would be fantastic. You could make this. You could double the bottle basically and make like a session mead with some club soda. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah, we have cocktails on all the time at the mead hall, and we definitely are big on <clears throat> on the mead mixers because that honestly because of that it's thirteen percent. So you mix it with, like you said, club soda, soda water, ginger beer. We do um, quite a few with. That'd be really um, good. Yeah, mm. you can cut those, uh, cut that alcohol, and have even even more. I really wish. Oh man! So the end of this month, we're coming out with a mead hito. So we used mint and molasses and lime. That's uh, right up. Up his alley right there. The how, Brazilian how, in him just how, came out. How much how much are tickets to Flag Steph? Uh, <laughs> uh the, cheap I, I hear. So uh Honey, uh, honey sorry. Come to, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, so I wish I could have gotten that to you, but it's still not even we just bottled it actually today, uh yesterday. That's awesome. Nice. But, um, yeah, there's a lot that you can do with mead. You know, it's not just some of these fruits. We've done a methaglin. So methaglin is was derived from the word medicine so it's any mead that has spices or herbs in it and so back in the day your medicine was an herb or some kind of like plant usually and it probably may not have tasted super great you know just to gnaw on some kind of like willow bark or something like that so if you were able to take whatever that medicine was and mix it in with a mead and drink it uh, then, you know, even better, uh, instead of a spoonful of sugar makes medicine go down, like a, a swig of honey wine. <laughs> down. So anyway, it's it's a versatile drink for sure. Well, oh, yeah. uh, that was a good segue when you were talking about going to Flagstaff because that was the next question I wanted to ask Nick was if you could tell us a little bit more, go deeper into like the, the vibe of the Mead Hall and just and Flagstaff. Yeah. So a little old flag staff growing, a growing little flag staff. Yeah. Uh, we're a mountain town here in Arizona. When most people think of Arizona, they think of, you know, why the coyote cartoons I did, you know, desert, saguaros, the cactus everywhere. And like a, a big portion of the state is absolutely that. But we're up here on the Mogollon Rim, the Colorado Plateau at 7,000 feet. And so we're more of a mountain town, um, not necessarily a giant mountain range. But so uh, we're an outdoor kind of kind of place um a lot it, of it's like an annex of colorado more or less yeah yeah that's a good yeah that's a good good description of it um not quite as high a mountains and crazy mountains but especially now that weed, weed is legal too so yeah yeah we just passed that law here in arizona as well nice so, and you guys you guys up there yeah i work for a company that i still can't smoke weed so Oh, but yeah. good for everybody else here. Good for everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, if it mellows everyone else around me, then I'm good, even though I don't partake. So um, what was I saying? Oh, Flagstaff. So Flagstaff's kind of vibe is is definitely a, a coffee and a, and a brewery and an outdoors kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. So being, uh, you know, Flagstaff's meadery, uh, the first meadery, the only meadery here in town, um, we didn't have the mead hall before we've been making mead for a while now since 2017 and we have this little space that i'm in now it's an office now but thursday through sunday it was a little tasting room and we had two tables and and it started to get so packed and it was standing room only and people would come in and there's no food we're in this like warehouse industrial kind of complex we had some like pretzels and stuff but we just really saw the need 
the need for me. The need. I got the need. The need oh, for me. I think we just named. I think we just named this episode. Oh, and uh, we we at least get one dollar for every T-shirt sold of the "I got a need, a need for me" T-shirt you're gonna sell. Anyways, absolutely. Yeah, checks in the mail. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so we we decided it was time to you know expand and and we were just getting too packed in this little tiny space and um you know as a business too it's it's very smart to have a tasting room you know that's really where you're gonna introduce a lot of people and downtown is is pretty pretty bumping uh here uh, especially when the the phoenicians come up from phoenix so anyway that's the vibe of flagstaff is a very kind of laid back we like to drink whether it's coffee in the morning or whiskey in the morning. I mean, in, in that well, yeah. <laughs> make it an Irish, make it an Irish coffee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why not? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, we opened up the meat hall, and it was something definitely that I haven't seen much of anywhere. Um, I, I really feel like we're the only meat hall in the nation that's an actual, like, full-fledged meat hall. There's a couple of spaces that have kind of a theme to them a little bit, but we mm-hmm. really went at it 100% to give that experience. Yeah, everyone could see it right now, and, and you yeah. can kind of tell it's it's one of those awesome, immersive experiences, much like Steve and I talk about uh, tiki bars all the time and how you can yeah. visit these, like, immersive tiki bars that feel like you're at the bottom of a ship or, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. y- your guys' meat hall definitely has this vibe of of kind of time traveling back and to. It, it, and it feels like such a like a like a an old like you were saying before an old but fresh take like you yeah. know everyone forgot about their roots about it's like you said the purest form of alcohol and you just kind of went the pure form of it you didn't do gimmicky you did like awesome awesome hall great great beverages and obviously cool people like handsome bartenders. I, yeah, and some more tennis. Um but yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, I, I went out and visited you guys. I mean you're you're um the town is I I I've only lived there for what, four days, Donnie, but very cool town. Um I might be visiting again very soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's try the next meat. Okay. The next. prickly pear. Prickly pear. Oh, I wish we would have had like lemon ginger or that meat hito. I mean I love these too, but I just want big variety out there all right whoa (laughs) when opening with your knife always make sure you open with the correct side (laughs) Uh, this is special to me because nick and i have spent many a day uh harvesting prickly pear in the uh in the desert so yeah oh uh sometimes in like 90 plus degree temperatures for sometimes in speedos yeah sometimes in speedos no, those are some of my fondest memories, honestly. Yeah, like, yeah me and too. You out there, we've got a little uh, a vlog, if you will. Oh, very good vlog. Yeah, uh, of uh, an episode where we went out and, and harvested, and then took them to California, totally legally, um, <laughs> to do a collaboration brew. So yeah, prickly pear. It, it was oh, definitely and- kind of an outlaw run because uh, we went through like the. Uh, department of agriculture or whatever you know those like checkpoints where they see if you're transporting like foreign vegetation or fruit and luckily they were not checking that day or 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 it was just a guy not very good at his job that's like yeah yeah go ahead and meanwhile yeah. our entire like <laughs> the back is just filled with uh prickly pears so yeah yeah we and we didn't even think about it It wasn't like we were trying to pull something off no. until yeah. we came to that checkpoint all of a sudden we all like kind of looked at each other we're like 
oh shit like we're we're about to get into trouble right now we are we are smuggling something across the border (laughs) but you know what is found in arizona and california all over the place prickly pears right and it's not like we were going around planting them or whatever we were we were brewing a beer so it, it all it it all got used up but yeah that was that's some of the best days love it but uh, this is way different from the first mead that we just had. I would say oh, yeah. this is way more honey forward. This is like when, for people that have tried like different honeys, if you're someone who likes going to like say Whole Foods or whatever and like trying out all the different kind of flavors of honey, this just tastes like, like, an offshoot of that. It tastes like a honey that has like prickly pear notes, like has cactus notes to it. That's it's crazy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this um this one is it started off as just a seasonal that was actually made if you look at the right side of the front of the label, um it doesn't really pop until you look at the right side. There's the uh Colorado River. This is Grand Canyon. And so this was made right when uh Grand Canyon was celebrating its uh its hundred year, its centennial. Um just of, of being a a national Park. Yeah. Yes. It was. Yes. The Grand Canyon is very, very much older than 100 years. <laughs> the, the National Park of Grand Canyon is celebrated its centennial. And so, yeah, it's it's definitely honey forward. Uh, it's yeah, it's got a beautiful color. I love the color. Yeah, color. it's oh, like yeah. this cool kind of like uh, peach, peach color. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it looks like delightful. a rosé. Yeah, you you hit it right mm. on the the spot there. It, it looks like a rosé. I, I definitely feel like. With the palm tasting more like, like fruit juice, this is definitely more in that mead realm. Yeah, uh, super honey forward, uh, delicious though. Very good. Less carbonated, more on that softer side. Yeah, um, and this is um, yeah, it was a seasonal that just got so popular that we make it year round now too. Um, I think people just love anything prickly pear um, out there. So. You do you mind telling us out of all the or actually let me reverse that. Could you reverse that for a second? <laughs> I just want to read some of the comments here. Uh people are saying cool history, buy on your density, uh Brotherhood Winery Tour said so for uh Bernie there. He's like, No, someone told me this, so it, it's yeah. <laughs> about the the, the <laughs> honeymoon. We yeah. got uh Mojitos more problems. We got uh <laughs> I forgot how to pronounce that. It's like Caparina. 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 For Brazil. Ca- for Brazil, which is, uh, yeah, it's a cocktail. Um, it's kind of like mojito, sugar, but different. It's sugar, t- t- like yeah. straight up sugar cane. Yeah. Just it, like insane. It'll rot your teeth out. But it's also delicious. So. Yeah. It's a, it's a funkier taste. It's, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah it's Brazilian. It's funky. You know. uh, and then he also says, we share a chimney, Steve. So. Yes. When we were talking about the marijuana, um, I have a very good friend slash neighbor he does dabble and uh sometimes i might get contact you know (laughs) and the levels they test for levels which is you know just saying put my face to the chimney sometimes so so getting back to what we were talking about i was hoping that nick could tell us uh, a little bit about what states could have drinking horn delivered to them if they wanted to have something shipped out Oh man, uh, well, we I know we delivered to thirty six states. Um, name them off the top of my head might be I can probably name some of the ones that we don't yeah, unfortunately ship to. Yeah. 
This isn't third third no. grade where we got name all the states. I mean, freaking uh, Google yeah. it, Google it. But <laughs> yeah, you guys but ship still. to almost every state, and uh, yeah, yeah. If you well, go to drinkinghornmeadery.com, um, and then there's a little tab called or little tab called a little tab uh, by mead, b u y by mead. Uh, you can <clears throat> look at the list of states, but yeah, thirty six of them. I've shipped to them all. We we ship quite a bit. It's it's pretty cool. Um, it's it's pretty interesting to see all the different places we ship to, and I can tell if people have ordered before or if this is like their second or third order. Mm. Um, and since getting the mead hall up and going, um, we've really seen a, a bump in shipping. And I know that may not make sense at first, but people come, they experience it at the mead hall first. They go back home and then they they order it. So um, mm. yeah. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Shipping alcohol is a little bit um, with the licensing. It's a little bit higher um, on the price of shipping um, than than you might be used to. Um, so so order a lot to make it worth it. Is I guess what I'm saying. Oh yeah, <laughs> and obviously you ship to to New York. And um, like 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 I said, um, next time my order will be bigger because uh, you know. So this is our like starter pack, you know. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, <laughs> Next next time, uh, I heard you say something about elderberry. I, I would love to try it. And then when you said the mojito, I let me know. I am, I'm jumping on that. That's so. Uh... I it's we've been tasting it. Um, probably we've been taking samples for you know tasting and research a little more on this one on the mojito than we do on on most of the other ones. <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's good. And it was it was interesting. We we did the mint for well, we did the lime first, uh, the lime juice, and then we did the mint. And then we soaked some more mint um, into it and got that right. And we we're drinking it. And when you drank it, the the flavors were really separated. You like really got the lime and you really got the mint. And then we added the molasses for the rum kind of flavor of the mojito mm-hmm. or mojito. And it, it bridged a gap. It just really took the the lime and the mint and made it a mojito. And we added that that Ooh. rum in there. The, um, we did not add rum. Added the molasses in there, and it really just bridged the gap and and brought it all together. I I was man, our brewers back here. I don't brew the the mead. I don't make the mead. Sometimes I clean up afterwards. But <laughs> but they man, um, Charlie, our our head brewer, is and his two um like assistants uh nick and clint are just i don't know they rolled that out and i was i don't know why i was surprised but we were all just like damn like yeah. <laughs> like we're you coming, fucking made a mojito <laughs> yeah we're coming mad scientists back there ooh, ooh, ooh. uh oh. <laughs> speaking of uh cocktails if someone wanted to buy a bottle of that, uh, it would probably go good with some rum. Saying that there's no rum in it, but uh, you know, yeah, add a little bit of rum to that bad boy, and you might, you know, take your mojito level up a notch, maybe two. Yeah, well, yeah, you'd take something up a notch. Adding, uh, <laughs> and adding, when you add spirits to mead, it takes yeah. up a notch. We were sure. talking about procreation earlier. So. Yeah, but before before we do that. I wanted to I wanted to end with first of all this was like way too professional of a podcast that we did so I want to like br- drag it down into the gutter a little bit. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. Well, because you became like the best interviewer of all time, I'm like, whoa, this is awesome. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to step on toes, and I just you know I kept along with that. I'm I'm just hyper alert right now because like I said, I'm sick. So if I'm not like if I'm not in it, I'm just gonna be like. The, yeah, the, the the fucking the the vaccine made you like Katie Couric. I, like I don't know, it, it was awesome. I don't know. All right, so anyways, I, I, go, going back into the gutter, we'll go back in the gutter. Uh, yeah. uh, 
let's talk about our adventure in Arizona because uh, if we go back about two years, you came out to visit me in Arizona and we did some brewery visiting and we got into some shenanigans. Mm. Uh, so I, I wanted to get your take, I guess, on like some of the misadventures we had and maybe <laughs> even talk about your your hummus, your air, airport hummus experience that you had. Oh my. Because, oh yeah. because Nick, oh yeah. Nick recently posted a picture, I think he was at the Grand Canyon, where someone uh just on a trail like (laughs) painted painted some red rock uh was it was it new were you by a creek were you by the creek or was it about two and a half years old um so i didn't do a i didn't do an analysis on it so you you didn't check you know collect a sample you didn't send it to the lab you didn't send it to the lab all right so uh me and our our buddy robbie uh we were planning it we came out um so uh, I was looking at the map. I was starving. We re- kind of rushed to the airport. Starving on the plane. I'm just looking through it. I'm like, oh, um, you know, for some reason, hummus and carrots sounds great on an airplane. Um, so, yeah, I get it. Open it up. It was fucking borderline rancid. But I was so hungry. Let me just try it. How Let can you just... tell that it was rancid? Just it smelt like funky or the... It, it, it looked like... Um, applesauce which hummus is not supposed to look like so i'm like maybe they mix this up i was like all right let me let me take a dip so you know i took a took a carrot taste it was yeah yeah (laughs) except that's delicious the other one i'll explain what it did to me later so um (laughs) yeah you fly out from new york city to flagstaff actually i think you guys landed in flagstaff airport uh no no phoenix you picked this up in phoenix oh did i Wait, was it? No, no. Yeah, no. Oh, Kate, oh, Katie. Katie and, yeah, and our friend Kristen picked us up. Okay. Uh, Phoenix, we stopped it in and out. So, remember, we're, we're piling on. Yeah. So, so rot- that, rotten hummus, in and out burger, flying for burger. five hours. Yeah. We, we, we finally spent, meet up. Yeah. So, and I've been, uh, that was when you were working for Dark Sky, obviously, with Nick. And I've been hearing about this for so long. I, I think you sent me out a beer or two. But I was so excited. And you had a couple... Uh, can growlers we drank a shit ton of them uh and then of course you try to force gin down my throat as you always do um <laughs> um you know and, and whatever and it was a very late night we went to bed at like five. i think we went to bed at like five your guys time what is that western time we we had an old-fashioned we, drunk yes and then we woke up as as as, as donnie loves to do you know, let's let's get up and you know seize the day as me i like to sleep till three the next day after carpe the night. the diem yeah, yeah, and I'm usually carpe these nuts. I'm just gonna keep sleeping. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So you were like, dude, we're going to the creek, uh, or what, what? Yeah, the you could call it the creek. I don't know what exactly it was. It's called. It was uh, in Winslow, Arizona, and it oh, is uh, East Clear Creek. East Clear Creek. Yeah. Yeah. But first, yeah. but first, we stopped for some breakfast burritos. Oh, I was getting to that. So we were talking <laughs> about some super authentic, absolutely banging breakfast burritos. And I, of course, I think I got two. I think I got two. And, <laughs> extra and, hot sauce. Extra is this, ho- this going to end up blaming the hummus for this? <laughs> <laughs> because like, there's a lot of other factors coming into this. But you blame, you blame In-N-Out Burger for... for uh, let me, Never. No. 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 So they, they believe in Jesus. Like, There's no way that they would hurt your stomach. So anyway, um, so we, 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 downed, we wolfed those down. We head to Winslow, Arizona. Um, the second we pull up, 
I'm like, oh, dude, what the fuck? Donnie's like, well, what's wrong, dude? I'm like, nothing. Let's, you know, let's 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 make our way down there. So it's like, all right. So we, it's a it's a long walk. I, I would and, also add, and Nick can attest to this, that there's there's this decline that you have to do down like pretty sketchy rocks, shattered glass, like dirty underwear. It's it's unfortunate that it's so gnarly and so like gross because the area is like picturesque. It's beautiful, clear yeah. water, like. It's an awesome spot that just gets trashed by locals, know, people partying. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so we make our all the way our way all the way down. Um, we have a friend, uh, Mark Barbie. He's the belly flop king. So I I held it together for that belly that epic belly <laughs> flop. I think I jumped myself. Surprisingly, didn't shit my pants. Um, so <laughs> we we so all we, did like a picturesque like six you know overweight dudes with their beer bellies out doing a belly flop into the clear creek uh yeah got an epic photo yeah so so at this point it's where it's it's ground control to major tom uh donnie's like donnie's like dude just shit in the creek and i'm like no i point and there is like 10 18 year old girls that like (laughs) Uh, it, it was just, it was like it's pretty attractive. Ma- They're pretty it would attractive. Be shitting, it would be shitting on a Maxim catalog. And it was just like, I'm like, I don't, I don't. I was like, no, I can't do it, dude. I was like, I can't do it. You're like, come on, stop being a pussy. Just but do it. I was like, let me add that it's a river. So it it's going downstream. So I'm like, hey, man, I'm like, sw- I'm like, doggy paddle like 20 feet that way. Pull your, your shorts down and, and yeah. let loose. So I'm thinking, oh, I gotta go swim. I gotta do all this. This is too much work to go shit. I'm just gonna go walk up here, find a little rock, be done with it. He's like, all right, make sure you wear shoes. And I'm like, we were drinking. I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't put shoes on, uh, no shirt on, and just started walking up. He remembers the, the steep incline, and as he said, broken glass. So I'm walking barefoot with a uh, ten pound uh, log. No, I wouldn't even call it log. Ten pounds of lava right at the cusp. I'm walking. For and every time I went to drop trow, all of a sudden people pulling up with their car. I'm like, what the fuck? Every single time. So I I'm, I walked for about half hour. They were, I, I'm sure they were about to send a search party out. It, I was, it was probably 90 degrees out too. Walk for half an hour. Feet are bleeding now at this point. Um, oh. Like basically Bruce Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Uh, they shot the glass. That's what I felt like. Um, <laughs> More like yeah. Die Shart. Yeah, die shark. Yeah. Um, so finally, I found after this terrible walk, I found the most beautiful little like uh, carved out rock in I don't know where. It was just crazy, and I just like I can't hold it anymore. Dropped and just destroyed this rock. And I'm not even joking. As I I told Donnie this, as it was releasing, an eagle flew past. <laughs> I'm not. I am not kidding you. It was like it was like finally, Stephen, you let it release. And, and yeah, and <laughs> the reason why I think it's the hummus is because of the consistency. So, <laughs> so, so in and out burger, um, burritos, all that stuff. I eat a lot of that, right? I don't eat a lot of rancid hummus in my life. So the applesauce, uh, that I said that it was like explains the texture. So I'm blaming it on, um, was it Delta? Yeah, Delta. Yeah. Delta hummus. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I want to throw so, that back at Nick because you know he he took an Instagram photo just saying basically like "f you" whoever this is like this is why we not why we can't have nice things. And <laughs> I want to ask Nick, I guess, 
<laughs> what what would you do in that situation then? If you if you're having tummy issues, you're you're a hiker, you're an outdoorsman, uh, you like to visit a creek, you like to dabble in some hummus, you like to have a good old fashioned drunk every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, you know, put yourself in Steve's shoes and and tell us some some etiquette there. Yeah, well, hopefully he didn't get any in his shoes, but he, oh, he did one wearing shoes. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, just I my mean, feet. my feet. I, an aqua drop at that point is like not a bad <laughs> idea, but I, the solution to pollution is dilution. So you know, like <laughs> I would say an aqua drop might yeah. be uh, might be the the best move there. But I mean, I you know the body sometimes you know. You just you just can't make a decision at that time. You just you just go primal on it, and um, unfortunately, someone probably saw that until the next big rainstorm, yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe or not. Rainstorms. I but... told you it was a cover, and it the way it. I didn't you know I just crouched, but it ended up being more of a instead of a drop, it was more of a this. Oh, <laughs> that's so, that's a lot like the one I found that Donnie's talking about. Were you were you were you in Winslow, Arizona? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, I, was, okay. I was in Sedona. So, <laughs> so my was... thing, it was, it was, yeah. So it was basically, <laughs> so it was maybe, maybe it's a relative. I don't know. Um, uh, that had the same hummus. Maybe they had the same hummus on the New York flight, uh, New York flight out there. But my thing is, so it was a terrible experience during it. But now that I look back, it was a wonderful soul quest to find the perfect, um, Shatteria place to go. Like it was, it was, it was almost like one of my greatest quests. And I've, you know, I've had some crazy shit. That was not, not actually crazy <laughs> shit, but, but crazy shit happened to me. It was, it was one of the more memorable things that happened in my life. Because the scenery is beautiful. My feet are bleeding. And majestic I'm trying to avoid eagle, eagle, a majestic yeah. eagle. I could, and I could see all of them. <laughs> I could see all of them from where I was. It was so high up. I could yeah. see all of them. Your friends all having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. The belly flopping. And then they're like, at, once in a while, I'd be like, where's Steve? Like, it just, I'd be like, haha, I'm up here. Oh, like, yeah. So <laughs> they were belly flopping and you were dookie dropping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, this is Donnie, and I'm back here with Nick doing a little outro <laughs> for the episode that you just listened to. Uh, we had a great time. Oh man, yeah, that <laughs> that was that was some fun right there. <laughs> uh, I feel like we learned a little bit uh, about each other on a personal level. Uh, Steve had life changing experiences. Uh, <laughs> I I feel like there was a bit of also like what's the word therapy for you because you know you had this issue. You were on Instagram and you were calling out people for for having accidents on the trails. And and then you got to talk with Steve, who here's a guy, you know, that not that he wanted to do it, but, you know, he was in that impossible scenario. And I think being able to connect with one of those trail poopers, maybe, uh, you know, it was like you walking a mile in someone's shoes. Yeah, yeah, um, it was it was definitely a, you know, a, a <laughs> An, an experience to to help me see you know that not not all people who 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 drop and run are uh necessarily you know it's not a choice perhaps right. sometimes it's just uh yeah it's a necessary part of life but we will say this when forced into that scenario it is much better to uh to 
you know, do that in the water. I forgot the term that you used. An aqua <laughs> drop. Aqua drop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our show officially sponsors aqua dropping over uh, uh, the, the old uh, Red Rock trail splatter. That's right. Everybody go to aquadrop.org. <laughs> Actually, oof, maybe go incognito browser. Yeah. Uh, speaking of incognito browser, uh, Nick, would you tell people how to check out Drinking Horn Mead? Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, Drinking Horn Meter, you're here in Flagstaff, Arizona. If you are cruising through, maybe you're on your way Grand Canyon or somewhere else, we are right on Route 66 or Route 66, depending on you know, your vernacular, uh, and come to the meat hall. And if not, if you're in one of the 36 states that we ship to, you can go online at drinkinghornmeadery.com and, uh, yeah, get some of our, uh, what I feel is the best mead out there uh, delivered right to your door. And, you know, if, if you want to check us out and see what we're all about, first of all, just go ahead and see all the shenanigans on Instagram and YouTube. You'll find uh, some fun times there as well. Uh, besides that, I believe you guys do uh, a couple live events on Instagram and uh, a podcast as well. Absolutely. Okay. You want me to plug everything? I'll plug everything. <laughs> um, yeah. If you're on Instagram, uh, every other Monday, Monday Night Mead, we do a live episode. Uh, we just did one live from the hive where we went and checked out our beehive. Sometimes we talk about some of the meads that are coming out. Sometimes we have special guests. So, yeah, every other Monday night. And then, yeah, the Meadcast is our podcast. Anywhere you find your favorite podcast, you can find us. The Drinking Horn Meadcast, we talk about Vikings, we talk about mead, and we talk about bees. Um, and we do it in a, <laughs> I think, in a, in a very lighthearted, fun manner. If you like this show, you'll probably like the Meadcast. Nice. Uh, for, Not quite so much of the poopy jokes, but no, uh, pretty, no. pretty close. <laughs> I mean, if you want to equate bees and how they produce honey and uh, fermentation to, you know... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We, well, plus we do. We did talk about one of our latest episodes about exploding bee dicks. So there, there you go. go. There you go. <laughs> I don't know how to segue exploding de- bee dicks, <laughs> but I will say this. I will say that uh, when we go live, you should follow us on Twitch. We are twitch.com slash the boys try stuff. Uh, whenever we record our episodes, we go live on there. We uh, do a video podcast. It's it's longer. It's unedited. And we have uh, our followers actually uh, make comments with us and participate. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, if you do, don't have time to join the live show, you can check us out on Spotify and on iTunes. It's the boys try stuff on the internet. 